Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in to the early line. Live right here on SportsGrid on this Friday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wrightside as we get set for Super NFL Wild Card Weekend. So much to get to, but first, DRS, how are you, my man? It's a football Friday. It feels good. I've been excited about Super Wild Card Weekend, Kevin, for this entire weekend. Now, it feels like Christmas Eve, one of the best two weeks of NFL football coming up this week and divisional rounds the following week. I can't wait to get it started. Yeah, so excited. Full breakdown of all these games, but still some big headlines entering into this Friday. We started off the 7-7 seven and seven top headlines in the NFL, and Donnie, one and done for David Culley in Houston, the Texans move on from Culley after just one season at the helm. I'm glad a little bit later in the show we dedicate a segment to this type of thing with, with uh, David Culley getting fired. Just to keep it short here, this is the NFL. You are hired to be fired. It's any sport that you have. The only thing that matters, Kevin, is how much money they splash in your bank account once it's all said and done. All in all, I didn't find it quite surprising. When he was hired, it didn't seem like a long-term fit. The Texans, the latest team to fire, and also seemingly the team that we know the most about what their next move is. Things are seemingly a little different in Houston. That's one piece of news in the AFC South. Maybe not as important as this next piece of news. Yesterday, Donnie, the Colts closing out the season. Chris Ballard, a little press conference there, asking him whether or not Carson Wentz is going to stick around. And his quote was, quote, at the time, we felt it was the right decision. I'm not going to make a com comment on who is going to be here next year and who is not. Not a big vote of confidence for Wentz in Indy, Donnie. I love the honesty out of the organization because everybody inside the building knows what the deal is. This was a talented football team. This is a team, Kevin, that we were talking about over the last month and a half of the season. Nobody wants to play once they get to the playoffs because they're actually built to win outside and in the cold, which is what they would have had to do to done. But now, taking a look that they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Balor comes out and basically says, there are no guarantees next year. You know, some organization, oh, he's our franchise guy. We're about to give him $250 million. He will be fine. Some would say, oh, no comment. He actually came out and said what everybody knew already inside the building. Quarterback play has to be better. I'm not guaranteeing anything heading into 2022. If they trade Wentz, no dead cap, cutting him this year, $15 million. But after this coming season, 2023, they could cut him and it wouldn't cost them a single penny. The clock is ticking on Wentz in Indianapolis, and it's so wild to think that had they just beat the Jags, the worst team in the NFL, he'd be getting ready right now to probably play the Buffalo Bills, and it would be very, very different uh, in Indianapolis. Moving over towards the NBA, a battle between a legitimate MVP candidate and Steph Curry. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Donnie, 30 points, 11 dimes, 12 rebounds. Steph, only three quarters of work, 12 points as the Bucks absolutely dominate the Golden State Warriors. They had a 39-point halftime lead. 
Yeah, what a letdown in this game overall. Forget about even if you took the Bucks, which we said yesterday, both of us, myself and Kevin, were thinking that the Bucks would be the winner of that mm -hmm. game. Never in a million years did I think they'd be up just about 40 points, basically, at the break. Now, when you're going through the game overall, these are the games that you sort of circle on the calendar. Hey, this is going to be a fun game. Thursday night, let me sit back and watch this national telecast. And they get blown off of the field. We had a conversation last night on In Play Sports Tonight, the regular season. You know, does it matter anymore at this point? Is everybody just jockeying yeah. to get to the, not even for playoff positioning anymore, Kevin? We used to always be like, hey, man, you got to be the number one seed, the number two seed, the number three. It almost seems like as long as you get into the playing games, that's all that matters. And to the detriment of the NBA, who has 82 games on the regular season schedule, so many teams that we look at, man, we just want to watch them play, and they just don't play. Yeah, it's a good point by you. Radio audience is in full effect. We appreciate all those tuned in to the early line listening on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie right side here on this Friday morning setting up the top headlines. DRS, we had a trade yesterday in the NBA. Cam Reddish out in Atlanta and goes to Madison Square Garden. The details of this all quite interesting, but a Hawks team, Donnie, that was in the conference finals makes this moves as the New York Knicks are trying to make sure that they're not a one-and-done playoff team. Yeah, not a bad move for either side here. I think when you're taking a look at Reddish here, you know, nice of him to get out of Atlanta, maybe spread his wings a little bit. Also coming up in a contract here once a little bit more playing time. But also, is this a precursor to get the band back together in Madison Square Garden with Zion Williamson down in New Orleans? Everybody pointing in that same direction, Kevin, and I wouldn't hate it. And it's it's gonna look it it's gonna happen. Zion, like they man, he got drafted by the Pelicans. Like, where's your favorite place to be? He goes, oh, New York, man, it's the best. It, <laughs> listen, in time, in time, clocks ticking. Also in the NBA, the Thunder last night upset the Brooklyn Nets. Shea Gilgis Alexander, thirty three points, ten rebounds, nine assists. Harden was out there by himself. But you want to talk upsets? DRS, Pac twelve basketball. How about the Ducks on the road in overtime? Take out UCLA. Yeah, this is an interesting one. And why, Kevin? Because you're talking about, hey, it's tough to win on the road. Well, it's a little bit easier, Kevin, when nobody's allowed in the gym. But a nice win there by Oregon. <laughs> and also said yesterday, maybe a team total here on UCLA might factor in. Needed overtime. But, hey, cashing a ticket is cashing a ticket. Winners are winners. Even just that pure 141 DRS was there before overtime. It's true. So you love to see yeah. that as well. And also, we had that ranked, ranked Big Ten matchup. Wisconsin, Ohio State. Donnie, Wisconsin. This looks like a legitimate national champion contender right now. Double-digit victory against the Buckeyes. Yeah, looking a little bit better on offense than what we're usually used to here from Wisconsin, but a nice win. I actually thought Ohio State was a nice little play here as a short dog going on the road. Not the case. You got to make your free throws. You got to shoot the three-point mm -hmm. shots at a high clip. They didn't either, and they lost. Yeah, impressive stuff. NFL wild card preview is coming up here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Hop hop hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Here we go, Super NFL. 
NFL Wild Card Weekend. We are going to talk about all five games coming up this weekend. Monday Night Football, of course. Rams, Cardinals. We will get you there on Monday, but let's set you up for the weekend. This weekend starts with Bengals Raiders, and so do we. On the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, Cincinnati at home, Donnie, is laying four and a half points. The total for this one checks in at 49. One of the key notes for this game certainly is the fact that we did see these teams play once this season. Week 11, the Cincinnati Bengals went to Vegas and won that game 32-13. to But just to add a little additional context to that victory, the Bengals were coming off of a bye week, and that was a game that was within a field goal in the fourth quarter. Some late turnovers made it all look a little bit worse than it actually was. Bengals, Raiders, DRS, side total, what jumps out? Yeah, this is going to be a fun one here to try to break down. Now, we've been looking at it all week long, and sort of when you take a look, and it's going to be, what, January the 15th when this game takes place Mm -hmm. in Cincinnati. We're looking at colder temperatures here, not freezing like it's going to be in Buffalo that we'll go over in just a few moments here. Around 30 degrees, weather conditions not bad, no precipitation in the forecast, and also windier conditions, not really, under 10 miles an hour. So certainly both of these offenses can move it. Now, the one thing that does pop off the page here, Kevin, as we take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook, the total for the game, hovering around that 49 to 50 marker. I actually had to do a double take at that because when you usually look at playoff games outdoors in the colder weather, you're expecting that, what, like 46, 46 and a half, maybe a little bit less. Now, granted, both of these offenses, when they get going, they can score some points. And from a Vegas Raiders perspective, you get Darren Waller back another week healthier here. Hunter Renfro has really been shining this year for that offense. And then hopefully Jacobs and his injuries a little bit banged up. He can get out of the way of some of those. But also taking a look at Cincinnati, you're coming into this game rested this is exactly what you wanted here you won the division championship you took the final week off you got some of those workhorses some much needed rest joe burrow maybe an achy knee here practicing all week long he looks to be good to go joe mixon again gave him some time off and then the three big wide receivers that you're going to have with boyd as well as t higgins and also the superstar young superstar should say jamar chase so when i'm looking from a team perspective in this game kevin i said who's the better football team overall it's clear it's the cincinnati Bengals. it really is but when you take a look at the las vegas Raiders and disrespect might be my favorite word for this team because after John Gruden was fired after the whole you know Henry Ruggs situation that they had they Mm -hmm. fought through a lot of things but you were expecting them Kevin just to drop out of the playoff race and not a single person would have blamed Rich Bisaccia by saying hey look what was he supposed to do man that was a team in turmoil he just tried to right the ship they didn't make the playoffs maybe they head into it next year with a new head coach and get after it that's not the case look at the final four games that they played after getting drubbed by Kansas City they end up winning a game at Cleveland which again it's a road game in the NFL you'll take that each and every time then you beat Denver 17-13 hard fought Indianapolis 23-20 and then you beat the Chargers 35-32 here's why I'm bringing up these scores not particularly Kevin that they won those games but if we look at the line here coming into it four and a halfs five and a half, six and a half that we saw during the week. And it's heading in the Raiders direction now closer to that four and a half number. And I agree with it because when you look at the final scores here outside of Kansas City, win by two, win by four, win by three, win by three. They are in every ball game and close ball games in the playoffs is what you need mm-hmm. to do and typically can anticipate. If we're going to get a three point game here or a close one either way, I'll take the points here. I really like the Raiders in this game. I think it makes a lot of sense, Donnie, because here's the thing about Vegas, especially the last two games that we're talking about. Those are basically upset victories over playoff teams. The only reason that the Colts and the Chargers aren't in the playoffs is because Vegas beat them and eliminated them from the playoffs, essentially, along the way. And if you look at it on the year, DRS, Vegas holds a 4-2 and two against the number record as a road dog this year, but actually it's 4-2 and two straight up as an away dog. Three of those victories come in against the Dallas Cowboys, another one against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then, of course, against those Indianapolis Colts. Those are legitimate names to have on a resume for Vegas. The area of hesitation that I have, Donnie, is something that you and I have been kind of talking about over maybe the last three weeks or so of the regular season. Rest. And the Cincinnati Bengals, Donnie, the last time they played Vegas were off of a true bye week. They're off a pseudo bye week here where the key guys were not playing against the Cleveland Browns and the Vegas Raiders, Donnie, well, they were the last team that played in week 18 and they had to be an absolute full go 
in that game. For me, my eyes are drawn more towards the total and a little bit more towards the under in this game. Yeah. I look, Donnie, at that Vegas offense, and I don't think that they, while they've had two better performances over the last two weeks, I still have my hesitation around them, especially on the road. Also, DRS, I look at Cincinnati. Is Burrow the full go? The last time they played them, it was a little bit more run-oriented there, and I think it could be slowed down. And here's where I feel even a little bit better, Donnie. We talk about you can't just look at a final score. Get into the box score if you're going to use that first matchup and, and kind of figure out what happened. 26 fourth quarter points in that first meeting between the Bengals and the Raiders to get that game over the listed total, Donnie, right? That is a little, a bit of a fake cash, if you will. That was a very low-scoring game until Vegas basically went two wild turnovers that put Cincy in very, very short fields. I think the 49 is a fine number, but I'm good enough to go under that number. I like the under, too, and I'm with you on this one because you're taking a look at what you anticipate you're going to get on Saturday. It's still two teams with not a ton of playoff experience and certainly winning playoff mm -hmm. experience, and that should play into it. But let's take a look here at the defense, or excuse me, the offense and also defense of the Vegas Raiders because I think you bring up a pretty good point. When we look at Derek Carr, very good NFL quarterback, solid offensive line, good running game, couple capable wide receivers, and a good tight end. But when you look at the explosiveness, Kevin, versus the Chargers in an overtime game, they threw for 172 yards. Previously before that, 241 against the Colts. Denver, 182. Cleveland, 230. Kansas City, 246. But when you take a look at the defense here for the Raiders, which is very unheralded, this is a good team that has a very, very good pass rush. And that's what you want to, that's how you win in the playoffs. And more, more notably here, Cincinnati doesn't protect Joe Barrow all that much. He gets sacked at will, you know, three, four, five times a game. Max Crosby could have a big impact because, again, if you look, overtime game versus the Chargers, Kevin, they give up 355 passing yards to Justin Herbert. But before that, 140 to Indianapolis, 140 to Denver, 147 to Cleveland, 240 to Kansas City. This defense is very good, and if they keep them in the game, I think the Vegas Raiders offense can operate and move the football. But your initial impact in this game, that 49, as I said to start off, it seemed like it was a little bit high for me. Thought it might have been in the mid-40s as opposed to the high-40s. Yeah, and of course, these numbers, I'm sure, Donnie, even as we get closer and closer to kick, will start to move a little bit. Now, I want to talk props because the nice thing here is, you know, obviously as you get a little bit later into the season, DRS props take a little bit longer to come up the playoffs and we've got a lot of good numbers and this game there's a bunch of props that really stand out to me Donnie I'll quickly start in the touchdown scorer market and Joe Mixon is listed at minus 155 now one thing I've noticed throughout this season is we've always talked touchdown score props usually Donnie you want to beat a number you want to actually be patient on touchdown scores. This was once minus 170. It's already worked its way down to minus 155. My expectation is this will be minus 140 or less before kickoff between Bengals Raiders. And that's good enough for me, but honestly, so is the minus 155, Donnie. Just to give a little statistical backup to this year, Vegas has allowed a running back touchdown in 15 of 17 games, and they've allowed nine straight games with a running back touchdown. They played Mixon this year. He had a multi-touchdown game, one of his five multi-touchdown games. DRS, I expect Mixon in the end zone at least once. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, too. Anytime touchdown score for me, Jamar Chase, plus 100, and then we'll flip it over to another wide receiver on the Vegas Raiders here. Hunter Renfro at a plus 170 number. Match specials this week. Interesting one here, Kevin. Mixon, Jacobs, Chase, and Renfro, four combined touchdowns at a plus 330 clip. And also, if we're taking a look at some more match specials here, Joe Burrow, one touchdown in each half passing. The same thing with Derek Carr. Not teaming them up for the parlay, but just taking 110 for Burrow and 170 here for Carr. I think that can work out well. Some fun stuff to have here over on the Seems a little bit high, Kevin, but I still think some of these can come in. Yeah, I think so as well. There are a couple other props, though, that I want to talk about in this game. Some of the quarterback rushing numbers jumping out. We'll finish up this one and make our way towards Bill's Patriots next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag and Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Let's close out Bengals Raiders. Talk around this props market here. I want to make a quick point on Joe Burrow. Listed passing number, 262 and a half. Now, he did not get close the first meeting, only 148 passing yards. Burrow is through for nearly, nearly two th- or a thousand yards in the last two games of the regular season that he put forward there. Something to keep in mind. But for Burrow and Carr, their rushing props are interesting to me, but in different directions. Burrow's number is eight and a half. He did not play last week. If that knee feels good, he should get over. As he went over that number in all three of the last games that he played in the regular season. And, of course, that game against Vegas. But, honestly, this Derek Carr number at five and a half. And you might say they can get that on one run. Yes, they can. Here's the thing with Derek Carr. He doesn't run. Doesn't like to. Carr gave you an under on that number in four of five as well as the Vegas game and these six games that we're using as a reference point. In three of them, no true rushing attempts there. Two zeros and a knee, which is, of course, good for you. I don't think Derek Carr gets over five and a half because Derek Carr does not want to get over five and a half. And last one, Donnie, Josh Jacobs over 57 and a half. Last, and this is a guy, Donnie, you talk about climb the ladder bets, right? Josh Jacobs yeah. gave you a buck 20 in two of his last three games over in his last three games here. Unless Cincinnati is up by three touchdowns at the half, I think Josh Jacobs gets a good enough workload here, Don, to have at least 60 rushing yards. And again, some alt-rush totals for him will make a lot of sense in this game. Yeah, I think it makes sense. And also, as we take a look at the playoffs here, it's a perfect segue there because in the regular season, hey, pass, 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 and then run the football late in the game. Once you get into the playoffs, a lot of things change. I'm going to bring up a max specials bet, which usually I don't really look at here in the regular season. And I like to preface this by saying, analytics, Kevin, are so cool in the regular season. When win or lose most of the games, or you still have a next week. Now when you don't have a next week, we're going to really see who loves analytics and who really doesn't have analytics when it's fourth and three from the 25-yard line. When in week 16 or week 12 or week 9, you might be going for this. But now you're going to settle for points because winning the game is the only thing that matters and putting your team in the best possible spot to do that. The reason I bring that up, Max Bester's here at a plus 550 number, Kevin. One field goal or more to be scored in each mm. quarter of this football game. And, and again, the preface is here in the regular season. You can be as aggressive as you want because you have 17 games to make up for it. In the playoffs, you don't, Kevin. So let's just say early in the game, you drive down the field, you end up on the 10-yard line at a fourth and three. I just use that same thing because you see fourth and one, it doesn't matter. They're going to go for it. But anything outside of one in a 0-0 game on the road for Vegas, are they going for it here and forcing maybe Cincinnati to make a play? And, oh, we just lost momentum. Him, or are you just going to take points every single drive and see where the chips lay at the end of the game? Love analytics in the regular season. In the playoffs, we'll see if the coaches use it. Give me the field goals in the playoffs, Kevin. I think that makes a lot of sense there. I love the, the match specials, the adjustment there. I love to see him plus money. It's always a beautiful sight. That's one game on Saturday. Let's get to the second game on Saturday. The Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots will square off four 
the third time this season. Buffalo, a four-point favorite. The total is 44, Donnie. The road team early, of course, during this regular season won both games. The difficulty, of course, is how much, if at all, do you value that first meeting in Buffalo because of the outrageous weather and approach from Bill Belichick. Everyone remembers Mac Jones, two for three for 19 yards. DRS, let's talk weather here. What are we expecting in Buffalo? Yes, and just to start this off from your first point, the game they played in Buffalo, the first game of the season between these two, I throw it out the window because it has absolutely zero bearing on this game overall. And the reason I say that is it is going to be freezing cold in Buffalo, yes. You know, temperatures around 5 degrees at kickoff, that probably will be dropping throughout the game. But the weather conditions, wind-wise, Kevin, very manageable. For this time of year, Buffalo, I'm going to get 5-mile-an-hour winds or less. Sign me up each and every time. And also, the last time they played in Buffalo, Kevin, it was cold, it was windy, and it was rainy and snowy that night which you're not going to get here. So taking that first game out of the equation, the weather conditions, even though it's cold, still should tilt a little bit towards the Patriots because anything that hampers the conditions of the game overall, whether it be windy conditions, rainy conditions, or freezing cold, I think the New England Patriots are the least spectacular team in this game. What I mean by that is if you drop back to pass with Josh Allen, he can run. He can make plays with his feet. He's got a cannon. He's got awesome wide receivers, particularly, you know, digs on the outside that can make plays deep downfield. When you flip it over to the New England Patriots, more methodical, Kevin, right on offense. Big, nasty offensive line. Good running game. Young quarterback that can make the right reads that you need to protect here. Mm -hmm. So heading into this game, still going to give the nod to the New England Patriots weather-wise. But having said that, the more talented team, we can agree, is on the Buffalo Bills side. When you need a big play on offense, ooh, Mac Jones, throw for 55-yard touchdown pass. No, it's Josh Allen letting howitzers go down the field and giving his players chances to run under those. I still look towards the Buffalo Bills, Kevin, to be the better team in this because unless you have outlandish conditions where you can't operate an offense, then you credit Bill Belichick. But at the same time, Taking out that first game here, I think Bill Belichick reverses roles in this game, and that's going to play into a couple prop bets that I like in just a little bit. And I will say, Donnie, this is a game where I'm going to be more comfortable in the props market because I fully agree that Buffalo is more talented. I do not trust the Buffalo Bills. I can't trust the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Bills are, I mean this true, they're such an odd team. I've never seen a team play so poorly while covering two touchdown spreads but that's what they do they did it in three of their last four games against Carolina ugly performance they won by 17 against the Falcons they were literally losing at the half covered the 14 against the Jets backdoor a better than 14 point number there and win by 17 the thing though is Donnie we're not playing the Jets we're not playing the Falcons and we're playing the New England Patriots and the New England Patriots will take advantage of mistakes. And I worry about Josh Allen making mistakes. I really do. If I'm betting a side, I'm taking the points. Wild card weekend, Donnie, favors the dog. That's the truth of the matter. A, a, a little trend here to give people an idea. Road dogs of less than seven since 2003 in wild card weekend have cashed at a 67% clip. 28-14-1 against the number. It's almost, Donnie, enough to suggest close your eyes, grab the points, and anticipate a winning weekend. The thing about this, though, Donnie, is it's not just the points. I think the Buffalo Bills sit here as a team that legitimately has a Super Bowl champion ceiling with the floor to lose this game at home against the New England Patriots. No, you're right, and it's, it's what we've seen all year long. When the Buffalo Bills are at their best, they are a formidable force. But the interesting part about the Buffalo Bills, which, you know, I have, you know, tickets, obviously, Josh Allen to win MVP. I think I can cash out for like a buck right now. I might be thinking about doing that now, which I, I it should be way <laughs> higher than that from what I should be cashing out. But at the same time, Kevin, we've seen games for the Buffalo Bills, and we say, boy, this team isn't very good. They're not going to win this game. I don't see them going into advancing in the playoffs. Then blinking your eye and the game's over. Like, Hold on here. 29-10, 29-14, 31 -10. What happened here? They were struggling in the late third quarter to pull these games out because I think your, your marker is right. When they do play well, they are fun to watch. But when they do play poorly, 
sometimes they're still athletic enough to get, you know, 27, 28, 29, 30 points in a game. This is the one stumbling block here because I think you're, you're on to something. It's one of those games where you say, if you ask the Buffalo Bills who they would rather have played in the first round, the last team that would come up probably is the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick yeah. in cold weather conditions because the Patriots, I don't want to say the word they're playing with house money at this point, but we're really looking at this going, hey, if Belichick wins this game, we won't be surprised. But if they do lose, you say, well, what did you want them to do? The, you know, the Bills are a better team and they were at home mm -hmm. and it was a rookie quarterback. They overachieved this year. So I do think it's a little bit tougher circumstances for the Bills. They're the better team. They should win here. There's more talent. But I think you're right to have that little notion in the back of your head going, I've seen this play out. Halftime, right, Kevin? 14 mm -hmm. to 10, New England. 14 to 6, New England. You know, Josh Allen, 16 of, you know, 29 in, like, the first half of play because they're throwing the football, but only for 125 yards. It could happen here, and I hear what you're saying. Now, to talk props, Donnie, I want to talk specifically on Josh Allen. We'll hit, you know, obviously anybody in this market. One of my favorites of the weekend, Josh Allen over one-and-a-half touchdown passes at minus 114. In game two, he threw three, and in that first meeting, Donnie, while he only threw one, penalties and Dawson Knox drops, he probably could have thrown a second. But, Donnie, this is almost just about consistency. 13 of the 17 games this year for Josh Allen with multiple touchdown passes. I have every expectation that he gets over, throws two touchdown passes here in this game. And a soft subject, Donnie, I still think for you and I, is his rushing prop when you see a game against the New England Patriots because of that ridiculous uh, boost that we lost up. in that first game. Up. It's ridiculous. I couldn't agree more. But, Donnie, the number here is 44 and a half. And maybe it's a little bit high, but understandably so. His last five weeks of regular season action on the ground, 109, 24, 64, 81, 63. He probably runs, Donnie, for 50, 60 yards against the New England Patriots here this weekend. Famous quote from a Rocky film here. There is no tomorrow, and there isn't, which means Josh Allen is not saying, hey, don't get yourself beat up on this first down run here. Save it for another day. There might not be another day. It's a great point you bring up. Can we see double-digit carries here from the Bills, or excuse me, from the quarterback? Also, keep in mind, in the playoffs before, Josh Allen has literally turned into a running back where the running quarterback sweeps with this guy. I like where you're going here. Gone over that number in three of his four postseason games. 92, mm -hmm. 54, 88. All Josh Allen numbers make a lot of sense. We'll talk more Bills, Pats, Props, and Birds, Bucks next right here on Sports. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Once in a while, I'll let Donnie start it off right here with some props. 
Donnie, I'll let you because I got a couple more that I want to talk about. We hit the Josh yeah. Allen deal. What do yeah. you got here, Bills Pass? Yep. Couple that I really like in this one. And again, this is prefaced by saying like the windy conditions aren't going to be that big of a factor. And if I know Bill Belichick, he's not going to come in with the same exact game plan that won there, which he got lucky winning a few weeks ago. So if I look at any time touchdown here, Damian Harris to me still sticks out, Kevin. If I'm going to get this guy on the goal line, three yards out, he's getting the football and a plus money price of the FanDuel Sportsbook at a plus 115. I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, here's where I'm going to start to stray a little bit and try to use intuition of what I think is going to happen. And as I said again, Bill Belichick's not dumb enough to say, hey, do you remember when we threw three times and beat them? Let's throw three times again. You'll get wiped off the field if you do that. Now, it is colder conditions. What are we always worried about? What is Bill Belichick worried about? The arm strength of Mac Jones. But if you're playing in cold weather, it doesn't really affect your arm strength, Kevin. It's the wind that would do that or the rain where you can't grip the football. So I think I'm getting a cheap price here. Mac Jones passing prop here over 204 and a half. If they're going to be in this football game, Kevin, it's not because he threw 14 times late in the fourth quarter. It's going to be because he's making plays here. And all you need is one of those plays, Kevin. Short toss over the – excuse me, a short screen pass, a short toss, a quick out that turns into 20, 30, or 40 yards. And you can get this. I'm not asking for the, you know, whole kit and caboodle, 275-plus yards. I basically need 200 yards in passable weather conditions here. I think I can grab that also. Here's one of my favorite props of the entire weekend. And it deals a lot, Kevin, of what we saw in the first game with the Buffalo Bills and New England Patriots. Dawson Knox was wide open the entire game. Either Josh Allen couldn't get him the ball, and when he did, it just like hit him where he had two bricks for hands. But also keep in mind, coming off of that wrist injury coming into that football game, he's healthier now. Look at this prop for his receiving yards, Kevin. 29 and a half? So I need 30 yards out of Dawson Knox. And the reason why I like him more is say, well, Donnie, why don't you go Cole Beasley? Why don't you go Stephon Diggs on the outside? The reason I take away that, because if anybody knows anything about Bill Belichick and how he game plans for other teams, he's going to say, I want to stop what you want to do. And that's get the ball to Stephon Diggs. I want to stop Josh Allen from running the football. Let's put a little bit more contain out here. So if I'm going to say my tight end is going to get open, as long as he has the opportunities that he think he will, Kevin, just to get 30 yards in this game makes a lot of sense. And then if we're looking at a final match special, I think makes a lot of sense in this game. If you tee up one that makes the most sense here by saying like, hey, is it a long shot? You know, not really, but a plus 240 price on each team, Kevin, to throw one touchdown pass and run one touchdown in, sign me up for that one. That is Oh, I'm stomping my feet like a child. Oh, New York. What are you driving over Jersey? specials. Come on. I might have. Yeah, I have, you know, I have to talk to my consigliere. We'll figure it out there. Yeah. Look, I uh, want to mention, uh, you bring up Dawson Knox, DRS. Plus 240 anytime touchdown score. As someone that thinks Josh Allen is going to throw two, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But so does Stefan Diggs, Donnie, at plus 130. And I know that Bill is going to focus on Diggs. And I don't really care. Stefan Diggs has a listed receiving prop right now at 68 and a half. The total receptions number for Diggs is oddly not listed yet. They're only giving you the New England Patriots. Probably will be five and a half. Donnie, Stefan Diggs this year, right? That first game where nobody had big days. Four catches, 51 yards, and seven targets. 51 yards in a game when your quarterback throws for 145 is basically an over in my book. The second game, Donnie, Stefan Diggs, seven catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown, 13 targets. That's his guy. But here's what I'll also use, Donnie, for evidence. Stefan Diggs last year in the playoffs, six catches, nine targets, 128, and a touchdown against the Colts. Against the Ravens, Eight catches, 11 targets, 106, and a touchdown against the Ravens. Then against the Chiefs, six catches, 11 targets, and 77 yards. Donnie, the floor for me is 70 yards with the chance to get 100 into the end zone. I think Diggs is... Here, still conducive to passing the football and, and hitting shots downfield. And all of you remember, Kevin, in that first game, he only had 51 yards receiving. There was a deep shot by Josh down that game that hit him right in the hands for yep. a long touchdown catch. He converts that, and that's one of the tougher games that you can have. Anytime you have an awesome wide receiver like Stephon Diggs on the outside and a kid that can absolutely launch, that makes a lot of sense here. Anytime touchdown Diggs, you know, longest pass play for Diggs, they all make sense to me because he's a big play, big time wide receiver. Yeah. 
Before, just quickly move on to the Eagles as well. No Damian Harris numbers. There's probably a little bit of fear. Like, yeah. Ramondre Stevenson numbers yeah. are listed. There's probably some yeah. fear around the health. I'm going to end up on the Damian Harris numbers because if they price them with worry of health, he had 100 yards in both games. Harris into the end zone. He scored in both games, four total touchdowns. It makes a lot of sense. But I want to get to the Bucks and I want to get to the Eagles because this is where we start on Sunday. First NFC game that we're discussing here, DRS. Tampa Bay at home, the number two seed in the conference, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. The total for this one, 45-and-a-half. These teams met earlier in the season, week six, Thursday night football. Tampa Bay on the road won 28-22. At one point, a 28-7 lead. The birds always keep that back door open, which certainly matters when you start to lay over the touchdown. What do you think here about Tampa Bay and Philly? All right, let's start by prefacing this that these two teams, you know, I don't want to say heading in different directions here because that's not the right word. You know, Tampa Bay is still a very good football team. They were a very good football team when Philadelphia played them early in the year. But I think we can agree, you know, that battle test over the first eight games of the season that the Eagles are running up against, I don't know, Super Bowl contenders every single week and still being a young team with a young coaching staff not able to win. They turned that around and said, you know, we found our identity. Let's be more of a ground attack here with mixing in some, you know, play action RPO passes. But getting to this game down in Tampa, I think we have to take a look at what's going on in the game, particularly with the numbers itself. We see the Philadelphia Eagles getting eight and a half points, which has been steady for most of the week. But the one thing that's not steady, Kevin, opening up at the FanDuel Sportsbook, a 49 and a half as a total, dropping down to 45 and a half. Here's the reason why. Florida, always tricky weather conditions, but it looks like at game time, Kevin. Rain scheduled all the way through the game, but more importantly here, winds gusting over 25 to 30 miles an hour with possibly sustained winds between 15 and 20 miles an hour. Why is that a big deal? You guessed it, the passing game here. If Jalen Hurts mm -hmm. and the Philadelphia Eagles want to run the football, can you pick a better scenario here? You can't actually do that. And also taking a look, the last time they met up, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, all healthy at the wide receiver position. Now you're down two of those three guys and still worried about a hamstring injury, Kevin, with Mike Evans mm -hmm. on slick turf down there in Tampa. That could be a problem. Also, let's keep in mind, Leonard Fournette has had a sensational season. Leonard Fournette is coming back from injury in this game. Ronald Jones, who really was you know MIA for most of the year, looked like he was finally going to get a shine at the end of the year. He gets injured. He's not even going to play in this game. Giovanni Bernard, a capable third down back, Kevin, who's been injured late in the season, just coming back from a knee injury. This isn't the same Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that we've seen from September, October, and early November. A lot has changed here. So if you're looking at conditions where you say, hey, Tampa Bay usually plays really well at home, I understand it. Tom Brady's the best football, forget quarterback, the best football player of all time. They certainly have that going for them. They still have some wide receivers that can do, like Mike Evans, mm -hmm. then you work in, obviously, Rob Gronkowski. But for me, overall, Kevin, when you take a look at the weather conditions, here it really favors the Philadelphia Eagles and not only that though but we talk about wild card weekend favoring the dogs and I think you want to be cautious whenever you're getting set to lay above that touchdown really just laying numbers again on wild card weekend has not been a tremendous proposition overall I'll tell you this right now and I was going to talk about it later I know a lot of people Donnie are going to say let me tease Tampa down to that two and a half range they'll win this by a field goal over the last four years, dogs, 17-1 and one on a six-point teaser. Like, close your eyes, pick a dog in your teaser. That's the way it worked. They were a—and by the way, Donnie, that one trip up did not come last year with the increased workload, okay? That came in 2018 overall. So, so last year was a perfect 6-0 and for dogs there. And it's not to say Tampa can't cover, Donnie, but it, it's kind of about where that value is overall. Here is what is truly difficult to navigate with the Philadelphia Eagles, Donnie, is in terms of their games against playoff teams, the Eagles have played six games against playoff teams. They have lost all six, and the only cover was the backdoor cover against Tampa Bay. However, Donnie, the only game that they played against playoff teams that was basically after they started to get hot and figure it out from week eight on 
was the last game of the year against Dallas where they sent out backups, so that doesn't really count. And that's always been one of the difficult things of the Eagles. Basically, the first half of their schedule was this absolute gauntlet, and they did not survive well during that run. And then the back guy and Donnie, they had a lot of opportunities, and they beat up on a lot of those teams here. It makes it difficult, I guess, to kind of figure out who exactly the Eagles are. But the one thing we've seen, Donnie, is even if Tampa is up in this one by 14, the Eagles keep coming. It's just too big of a number, I think, to lay with Tampa Bay here in a playoff game. And another scenario that is always going to be managed here, Kevin, is rest versus ready. Now, if you can get both of those right, get a rest and still be ready for the game, that makes yeah. the most sense. We talked earlier about maybe the Vegas Raiders game versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals did the right thing. Basically sat everybody down, took the bye week. The Vegas Raiders went into overtime. We'll see how that plays out. But also in this game between the Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles said last week, this game does not matter for us. Let's get everybody rested and healthy. And it looks like coming into this game, just about everybody is going to be available for the Eagles. And you take a look at the Patriots, or excuse me, the uh, Buccaneers who played last week and played just about the entire game. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys wanted to get incentives. They wanted to say they wanted to stay sharp. But technically, they still needed that game for playoff seeding. So we'll see if that plays into it. But I think you can say for a perfect scenario for the Eagles to head into a game against Tom Brady would be these weather conditions, them off a bye, Tom Brady playing last week. And we'll see how that plays out this weekend down in Tampa Bay. We'll talk props in a minute. I want to say on the total, Donnie, with respect to this weather, I think it's going to get to a point, though, where you're going to have to take a strong look at this over. And here's why. The Bucs in their eight home games, Donnie, averaged 33.3 points per game at home. And I'm including the fact that they were shut out at home in one of those games. The Eagles, Donnie, you take a look, like their team total DRS, 17 and a half. I think it's 15 of 17. They scored 20 or more points. So, Donnie, the world where, you, you know, 30, 22, I mean, you're absolutely blowing past numbers. These teams don't even really have to get close, Donnie, to season averages in this spot for you to cash over 45 and a half. Yes, and also keep in mind, this is like weather sometimes, Kevin, is unpredictable, and predictably in Florida, it's unpredictable. So let's just say yeah. this morning as we're talking about this game, rain in the forecast all game long, 70 degrees, 18-mile-an-hour sustained winds. What happens on Saturday night? They say, hey, look, slight change in the forecast. There is no rain. It's going to blow out there before the game or after the game, and windy conditions went from 18 miles an hour to 9. You got a free four points. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be really uh, important to follow. I'm, I'm, let me quickly run through this uh, Jalen Hurts thing, Donnie. His touchdown score, plus 230, it just feels wrong. I don't, I don't know if they hang trap touchdown score markets, but I was expecting this to be in front of Miles Sanders, who still never scored a touchdown this season. Hurts played uh, this Bucks team and scored two. But Hurts had five games with a touchdown. Four of those five multi-touchdown games. Take a look at Hurts for two, honestly, in this game here against Tampa. We'll close out Bird's Bucks with some more props and set you up for hour number two as the early line continues to preview Super NFL Wild Card. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's finish out Bird's Bucks quickly. I want to mention Gronk with 58 and a half receiving yards. Last two games for Gronk, seven catches in both. 115 against the Jets, 137 against the Panthers. Here's where I think it really matters. He did not play against the Eagles the first time. AB did 93 yards. Godwin did 43 yards. They're out. Here's who did play. OJ Howard and Cameron Brait, who combined for nine catches and 75 yards. What do you think Gronk is going to do if that's what those guys did? I expect a big one from Gronk. Donnie, what do you expect? Yes, I do expect a big one from Gronk, and I also have here anytime touchdown score, Rob Gronkowski, a plus 120 price. If they're going to get down in the red zone, he's going to be a big target along with Mike Evans. Eagles linebackers a little bit lacking in their coverage skills. That's where I would lean there. Also, how about this? Passing touchdowns. I just told you, it's rainy conditions. It's windy conditions. So, hey, Tom Brady, right, over two and a half touchdown passes? Not necessarily here. I'm actually going to go with Jalen Hurts over one and a half touchdown passes at a plus 210 clip here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. The reason being is if the Eagles are winning this game, it probably means, Kevin, they're moving the football pretty effectively. But at the same time, how many times have we seen it this year? When the Eagles are losing to better teams by double digits in the fourth quarter, they still are able to move the football. So that would lessen the damage here on running touchdowns in. Let's just say if they're down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, I think he has a legitimate chance to throw two touchdowns even in a loss and get that plus 210 price. And then also, the same way I talk about some of these match specials, this one fits perfectly, Kevin. One touchdown pass. Uh, throwing touchdown pass for either team and one rushing touchdown pass for either team. That matches up at a plus 210 price. I think that's legitimate. Should have a pretty good weekend here with match specials, and this game should lead up to it. Should get some fair prices by game time here. Yeah, I really like it. I'll also bring up Brady to throw an interception. is plus 102. He did that in eight of the final 12 games, including a game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Sloppy conditions. Ball gets a little loose. Finds Darius Slay. He goes back to the house, and the upset alert meter starts to blast in Philadelphia. Now, that's what you would love to see. We pause the wildcard weekend preview for just a minute. Hour number two, we talk about some big news in the AFC South around the Texans and the Colts. That's next right here on the early line. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 